All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Lionball Media. I'm your host, Craig Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan for today's episode, I'm super honored and excited, Jim Remley. Jim all the way from Oregon. It's it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely. My pleasure to be here, Greg. You are a living legend in the industry already. <laughs> uh, you interviewed so many top professionals. I feel honored to be here in uh, your studio with you today. So, Oh, gosh. It's truly the honor and pleasure is all mine. I appreciate <laughs> the kind words, Jim. But uh, you, know, you are among so many incredible people as of yourself. And You've done so many amazing things throughout your career, and I definitely want to touch on that and get everybody out there in the Titan Nation, anybody who's tuning in live with us or after the fact listening, and really just to get to know you as a man, as a professional in your journey, and then some incredible takeaways along the way too, Jim. Absolutely. So, uh, but I guess without further ado, let's jump into the first question, which is really looking at it from a standpoint of telling everybody a little bit about yourself who you are, where you're from, what got you into the business, and what brings you to where you are to today, Jim? Okay, I'm going to make this a short story, not a long one, because <laughs> I think I think backstories can be boring, but I want to make it <laughs> very interesting, and we'll, we want to give you a lot of great nuggets today. Anywhere but, you go, Jim. I'm yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> so I got in the real estate business when I was 19. My buddy uh, and I, I worked in a lumber mill. I, I, uh, I was a college dropout, and <laughs> went to work in a lumber mill thinking I was making a lot of money. I was making $11 an hour back then. Wow. And uh, so my buddy says, let's get a real estate license. His dad owned a real estate company. I said, okay, let's do it. So I got my license. He didn't finish and I didn't go to work for his dad. Wow. <laughs> I went to work for the first place I drove by, which happened to be a Century 21 office at the time. Okay. Walked in, said, are you hiring? They said, you're in luck. We're hiring. <laughs> <laughs> timing, uh, got, good timing. Jim. Yeah. So I went back, quit my job. I got in the real estate business, but like a lot of agents, I struggled for the first six months. I, I wasn't a rock star. And I think when you talk to a lot of people that have been successful in this business, they're not immediately successful. We like to think that they are, but they're not, right? They, right. There's a struggle there. And so for my first six months, I was really, really kind of scraping it together and trying to figure it out. Huh. And I, my, what I went into the business with, I had no money. I had $1,500 and I was driving a Chevy Citation. Wow. And I, I didn't even have enough money to buy the gold coat. I was so proud of myself when I finally bought that mustard yellow coat <laughs> that I wore proudly every single day coming out of the Absolutely. office. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but what I did do right is back in that day, 32 years ago, mm-hmm. um, don't let that scare you because I'm going to give you relevant data today. But oh yeah, uh, 32 years ago, there wasn't what we have today. There's no podcast. There's no mm-hmm. internet. There was just reading books and going to live seminars and buying the tapes. And mm-hmm. I did all of that. Every single event I could get my hands on, I would drive to Portland. I would drive to Eugene hundreds of miles away, attend every single thing I could and just soak it all in. And I went outside the industry. I listened to guys like Tommy Hopkins, who was huge in, in the day back then, and wow. you know, all the, the Zig Ziglers of the world. And I just mm-hmm. took it all in. And then I started applying it in my business. And within the next uh, year, I was able to take 150 listings, become listed in the top 1% of agents <laughs> in the country. And um, then I just started to grow from there. At the 24, I opened my first company. Wow. And then I grew that with a partner to 17 offices. And then we sold that, really got lucky, sold it in 2006, right before <laughs> the wow. crash. And no wow. 
golden, you know, no, no secret. I just got lucky. <laughs> Timing. Can I tell you? Yeah. I took a few years to, to teach for NAR. So I taught um, a lot wow. of the designation programs for NAR, wrote three books. And then I got recruited to come down and um, run the company I'm sitting in today. So wow. um, ended up becoming an owner in this company. We grew from 39 agents. Now we have 190 agents in three offices. I'm doing a billion dollars in sales uh, in a population base of 80,000. So wow. if any of the, any brokerage owners out there or agents that are in small towns, mm -hmm. uh, just keep in mind that, you know, the market is not your determinant of how successful you can be. I've got agents here that are doing $100 million, $60 million, $70 million in business. Wow. So it's all in your approach to the business and not putting a ceiling on your success, right? <laughs> So that's kind of where I, you know, that's a very short story of how I got to where I'm at today. <laughs> Jim, but, but there is so much into that lineage and, and talking about that. I want to, I want to back up just at the very beginning at 19 sure. years of age, because I think this is going to resonate with so many people who are out there that I, I think put uh, barriers or, um, you know, downplay, you know, now's not the right time for me. And I, I'm not a believer and there is ever a right time, 19 mm. years of age. What were you thinking about real estate? Why? from the lumber mill to, you know, the real estate office, what, what was in your head when you made that decision? Well, I think we, we have to get, identify what our why is, right? So mm -hmm. for me, my why at that point was opportunity. I, oh. I didn't graduate college. I knew that was not going to happen for me. Yeah. And my, I grew up poor. I had the designation that, that Warren Buffett talks about, which is the best designation any of us can have, which is to be poor, smart, and driven, the PSD designation. Wow. Love if that. If you're poor, smart, and driven, you can just about accomplish anything. Beautiful. So coming from that really humble kind of beginning, I wanted to go out and, and be a be somebody that my family wasn't. I wanted to be a homeowner. Mm. I wanted to create, you know, generational wealth for myself and my family. And I wanted freedom. I didn't want to have to work for the man, you know? So that's, right. that's what was really the, the catalyst for me going to work and really working hard. I will tell you a life changer for me was when I was yeah. 16. Okay. I I read Tommy Hopkins book, Awaken the Giant Within, and it changed wow. my life. Okay. I, I absolutely underlined it. I read it four or five times. And he talked about limiting beliefs and, you know, those kinds of things. And as when you grow up poor, you do end up with some limiting beliefs. Sure. And when you start to look at those and analyze those and shatter those, and you think, what is really possible for me in my life? That's what really started me on down that road. I mean, Jim, absolutely incredible. And again, I just, I can't describe to anybody enough how important it is to, to know the background and the story, because everybody has such a different walk of life and a different carry up into where they go. And um, there's no excuses about putting in the time and the effort, surrounding yourself with great people, knowledge, and then putting in the work. And, and, and I do know that you have worked with and continue to work with some of the best and brightest minds in the real estate world with that. Taking all of your knowledge and applying that, not just to the markets, the, the operations side, you know, obviously team and growth through the agent side, through brokerage, but then also to educating outside of it through real estate professionals. So I do know that you, I want to know a little bit more about the story about e-real estate coach and how that came about and what's that look like today, I guess. So what happened with the, the genesis of e-real estate coach yeah. was that 
Um, I've always been passionate about teaching. That's why I worked for NAR for 10 years and, and taught all, all around the country like you. Yeah. And um, so for me, when I, when I started growing this company, we took it from 39 agents to 190 agents. And we started creating this amazing success with individual agents. Mm. Uh, if, if you're a brokerage owner, the way you measure yourself, and there's only one measurement that matters. The mm. only measurement that matters in your company is per agent productivity. Everything wow. else is meaningless. Mm. So when you look at per agent productivity, if you're measuring it, how well are you doing compared to the, your, your area, but also the country? And so we quickly got recognized as being one of the uh, top in the country. In fact, we're in the Real Trends Top 500. Love I think we're, we're listed like at 350, but we're competing against com companies in New York and LA and Atlanta and all the big cities in the country. Right. I mean, I'm in a little town in Medford, Oregon. You've never <laughs> heard of it, right? And I'm competing at this level. So people started saying, Jim, how are you taking these agents from where they normally would be to where what, the, when they're, what they're able to accomplish? Yeah. And I want to train my agents to do the same thing. So we built eRoal Estate Coach based on our own training program, my training program with my own agents. Wow. So they could come in and tap into that same level of, of resource. And we also mm -hmm. made it super affordable so that any agent in the country can just tap into it and they don't have to write, you know, their mortgage payment to make coaching work for them. So uh, that, that was kind of my, my starting point. It's just grown from there. And again, I love the fact that you're able to help anybody and everybody through their walk of life through real estate and and doesn't matter if they're at the beginning or they're a seasoned pro there's something to be learned there's something to grow amongst that and the fact that you're able to help you know people from all over is it's inspiring and again it's uh, I love that you're making it into the statement. It, it's not your mortgage payment, right? It, right. <laughs> this education, this knowledge should be freely given. And, and again, that the high tide raises all ships. And, and again, Jim, that's just an inspiration for anybody out there. And there's so many options. And, and uh, anybody who's tuning into this now thinking, oh, gosh, you know, well, what's Jim got over everybody else? I mean, if you haven't understood that he's a true practitioner and he's been there, done that, bought the T-shirt, <laughs> there's so many coaches or trainers that uh, they're more into the theory, but not mm. the application, right? The, right? the day in, day out minutia. And you have it from so many different angles, Jim, which is beautiful to me. And uh, we're going to have links in the comments down below and the show notes so you can really connect. But what, so what is that website? Is it uh, erealestatecoach.com? Do I have that right? That's Jim? exactly right. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. wanted to say that for audio too, but we'll have it in the show notes as well. But um, you also have a podcast and from yeah. a podcaster to a podcaster, <laughs> we've got to talk about that because I think that's sure. important to anybody who's tuning in, uh, you know, you're welcome by yeah. bringing Jim on because you have more great content to consume. So let's yeah. talk about your podcast for a little bit, Jim. I'd love sure. to dive into that. Yeah. Well, I started my podcast. We're not at your level. We started our podcast about a year ago. Wow. I love uh, it. I think we're 32 episodes in. I try to bring in some great, um, I, I try to bring in a mix of, of high level speakers and we've yeah. had some amazing people on there. Joshua Smith's been on. Yeah. Uh, we've had um, Ricky Carruth was recently on. Beautiful. So, you know, Ricky, he crushed it. We've had Greg McDaniel on. So we've had some high level people on there that have just done amazing and really educated the audience. But then we try to bring in some agent level things where mm -hmm. we just have an agent that's just up and coming. That's crushing it. Yeah. We want to know boots on the ground, what what's working, what's not working. And uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. We, we spend a lot of time just digging deep and getting into the granule, granule level like you do. I, I love that. I love it. And so what, what's, uh, what's the podcast name and then how frequently are they released? I guess, is there a schedule that people we're, can, we're doing about a, a podcast every three to four weeks. Okay. So not, not at your level, but sure. we're doing uh, the podcast name is e-real estate coach with Jim Remley. 
Love so, it. If you go find it, you can find it anywhere. <laughs> I will be putting it down in the comments subscribe, below in the show notes. Subscribe, <laughs> tune in. This man is no joke. Very, very serious. I love it. And uh, so when it comes down to that, Jim, because you have so much knowledge, I know we can't tap in everything. I mean, sure. this episode is just one episode. But as always, I encourage everybody, if something sticks out to you about Jim or what he says or a story and everything he's about to share here pretty soon, reach out to him, follow him on social media, jump on the website. All the information we're going to be talking about is there on erealestatecoach.com. But Jim, the second question really looking into is the tactical side, the, the applicable side for people tuning in. They want to learn from the best and the brightest. They want to learn from the Titans. Yes. So if you could go back and look through your career, 30 plus year career, which I love that, yeah. and pick or choose one or two things that, that really stood out, you really saw growth, the needle moving in a positive way for your business from any angle. Cause you have so many different from team lead, managing broker, individual producer, coach. I mean, you could, you could hit it from so many different spots. Sure. What advice would you give anybody watching or listening? Well, the first, first piece of advice is recognize early, which we've all talked to talked about ad nauseum, which is your sphere of influence is going to drive your ultimate success, hmm. but um, I, I'm going to get past that, but I want to stop on this for just a second because oh, yeah. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a really fast coaching nugget that I give all my coaching students, which is this, wow, that awesome. when we are talking about your production and I said, okay, uh, Greg, what did you, I'm not asking this, this is a rhetorical sure. question. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, uh, Greg, how many, how many deals have you closed in the last 12 months? And you give me a number, let's say it's uh -huh. 20, let's say it's 20. And a lot of your listeners will be like, yeah, it's around 20. Um, I would probably say to you, then I'm going to guess that your sphere of influence is somewhere between 180 and 220. Is that right? 90% uh -huh. of the time I'll be right on the money because there's a 10 to one ratio with your sphere. If you're, if you're doing, uh, if you have 10 people in your sphere, you're going to average one closed sale, assuming you're doing the work behind the sphere. Hmm, but here's what's happening for so many agents. So many agents have a hundred person sphere or an 80 person sphere, uh -huh. and they're expecting to close 50 transactions. When they do their goals, like this is the goal setting you know, time of the year. Oh yeah. People start saying, I want to do 50 transactions. Those numbers don't equate. Hmm. You can't get to 50 transactions with an 80 person sphere or a hundred person wow. sphere. The sphere, what you need to look at it as is what's under the hood of your business. So right now you're basically driving a Honda Civic and mm -hmm. you want Ferrari like performance Correct. in order to get a Ferrari like performance in order to get there. We got to use the 10 to one ratio. You want 50 closings. You have to have 500 people in your sphere, period. Wow. There's no if, ands or buts about it. Mm -hmm. So then the question mark is I'm a new agent. I'm 19 years old. Like I was 32 mm -hmm. years ago. Right. I don't have 500 people. Like what the freak am I going to do? Like, how am I going to make that happen? Right. <laughs> So, and I don't, you know, it, when I was 19, none of my, <laughs> not my peers are buying a house. None right. of my peers are selling a house. Like normally if you're 40 or 50, like I am today, all my peers are buying and selling houses and investments. And so it's so much easier right. when you're younger. What do you do? Okay. Mm. Or at any age, really, yeah. you want to build your sphere. Here's the two, th two of the things that I did early in my career that, that crushed for me. I did, wow. uh, I focused 1000% on for sale by owners and I dominated that market. Wow, so okay. I, I own the for sale by owner market hmm. in my community. And I, I've taken hundreds and hundreds of for sale by owner listings. Everybody gets afraid of for sale by owners that they're so scary. They're the easiest thing in the world to close when you know how to do it right. Wow. I'll give you, I'll give you three points on this real quick. Yes, you please. Know, ready? All right. So I, I learned this myself from someone else attending a seminar. And he said, I use the stop, drop and knock method. Jim. I said, <laughs> what does that mean? He says, most agents, when they see a for sale by owner sign, they just keep driving and they say to themselves they're going to come back, but they never do. Right. Mm. So you got to stop, 
You got to drop what you're doing. You got to go knock on the door. And that's what I started doing. Stop, drop and knock. And, mm-hmm. and then this, then it's like, what's the script? Everybody's all hung up on scripts. Like what's sure. the script? First of all, the script doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it is you just being in front of them. But what I would say always was, Hey, listen, I noticed your sign and it could be a phone call too. Uh-huh. Notice your sign this morning uh, driving by. And I thought I'd just stop real quick. I know you're probably not ready for me to come in your house right now, but my name is Jim Ramley. I'm with ABC real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I want to let you know, I'm not here to ask for your listing. And I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down that road with you. I respect your decision to sell on your own. And I'm not gonna ask for your listing, but I do have a quick question. If I do run into a buyer that would fit your home, would there be a possibility for me to show it? And people would say, nah, I don't know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Great. If you could just let me have five minutes to walk through the house, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. So they normally they'd schedule that because they've they're meeting me at the door. It's much harder to say no at the door, right? Sure, sure. Um, so then I would meet, make the meeting, come back. Take a, take a tour of the property as I'm walking through on building rapport, why, when, where, you know, wh- why are you signing? When are you moving? What, what have you done to the house? Those things, yeah. building rapport, building rapport. But before I leave, I say, now, listen, I promise you I wasn't going to ask you your listing and I'm not, but I do have a quick question for you, Greg. And the question I have for you is if you're not successful selling on your own, do you think at any point you might work with a realtor? And most people would say maybe. And I'd say, well, how long do you think you might give it? Would you give it like Two weeks, two months, two years. <laughs> wow. about that. And people, people would laugh because I would always make a joke. Yeah. And they would say, normally they'd say, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks. I said, great. You mind if I just touch base with you from time to time? I'm going to keep it in the back of my mind for any of my buyers. And I'm going to try to show it. I will try to sell it. Hmm. Uh, and if I can just keep in contact with you every week and just kind of give you an update of what's happening, you can tell me if the house is still available. Would that be cool? They say, yes. Now I'm with them every week until they list with me. Wow. And nine times out of 10, I get the listing. People have to understand 92% of for sale by owners will list with a realtor. 92%. Wow. It's not my numbers. That's NAR's re- most recent numbers. Huge. So that's that, that was my opportunity when I started. So that was one simple oh, thing, but it did gosh. work. Huge, I, Jim. <laughs> I, I will tell you that today when I'm coaching agents, we're now teaching them to, to text. It's mm-hmm. a cold texting Fizbo's. Okay. So I'm going to give you a quick tactical tip on that. So we all have cell phones, right? Mm-hmm. So one, one, I do, one thing here is if I call a for cell owner, they may not answer because a lot of people don't answer their phone anymore. Right. Um, they may not answer their door either. So I'm going to text to get through those barriers. But what I'm going to text is a video. I'm going to do a quick video. Hey, just drove by your house this morning. So I have it for cell banner. My name is Jim Romney with ABC Real Estate. Just wondering, and I go to the same script. Yeah. I send them a video text. Could be through BombBomb if you're using that. Could be through your phone, whatever you want to do. Now, imagine I make that agnostic. Now, what I mean by agnostic is not specific to the house. Sure. So I say, hey, this is Jim Remley. I noticed you had a for sale by owner uh, you know, ad up this morning. Just wanted to know if it would be an opportunity for me to show the house. Same script. But now I give it to my assistant, right? Or I give it to some kid in the office. Maybe it's my son who I'm paying a dollar per appointment to or $10 per appointment to. And every morning, all he does is he gets up in the morning, checks Craigslist, checks Facebook Marketplace, checks the local sites Unreal. and sends that video to anybody who's listed their phone number. Looks Gosh. like it comes from me and it sets the appointment, right? So that's like a super quick tactical thing. Um, I had a, I had Chatty Bazzi on my uh, podcast and Chatty's a great guy out of Southern California. Love and it. He trained his agents to do um, uh, the same thing with texting. Mm-hmm. He had one agent do 87 texts in a weekend mm-hmm. in Southern California. They got uh, 10 responses back. Five ended up in appointments, two listed their property, and they got two more buyer referrals. That was from 87 texts. Unreal. So we say, wow, 87 texts. Well, what else are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you deals every day? <laughs> right. Get out of what are you doing, right? So yeah. that, that was one example. And my other um, thing for me, which was really my claim to fame, was yes. I, 
um, quick story on this, but Love back it. when I started in the business, I'm so old that the, that the county records were on microfiche. They weren't even on computers yet. So good. So, so uh, I decided that I was going to start doing absentee mailings, but I didn't have the records. There's no way to do a mailing. Wow. So I had a old 356 computer. I hired an assistant. I bought a microfiche machine, bought all the county records, sat her up, and she would do from one record to the other, transferring the entire county database onto my computer. Wow. So we transferred 68,000 records onto our computer sorted by absentee owners and we're the first uh, team in the county to have an absentee <laughs> owner list and then started doing mailings to absentee owners. Absentee owners to this day are a massive opportunity wow. for every agent and every agent should be doing absentee owners. Absentee <laughs> owners by default have a much higher um, response rate than just a traditional farming letter. Although traditional farming works too. Sure. Um, but with these uh, absentee owners, they are already emotionally disconnected because they've moved away. They're mm -hmm. renting the property. And they have no connection to a realtor locally. They don't know wow. any realtors in the market. So absolutely crushed with absentee owners. I mean, that was a big, big, big market for us for years. So that was, those are two things I did early that really <laughs> helped launch my career. But, but Jim, what's incredible about that is there's so much forward thinking into the full process of follow-up and connecting and, and really having that human emotion and touch point to it. So, you know, as you're talking about the, the stop, drop and knock. I mean, when you're, when you're just listening to that aspect, people really getting involved in the communities that they serve and, and reaching out physically, but the barriers of entry, as you mentioned, you know, phone calls and even answering the door, you know, you're really looking at it and saying, okay, well, this, this is working in certain segments, certain markets for this time. How can we adapt? How can we make it better? How can we streamline this and, and really be as effective as possible? I love the fact that you, you really didn't take the the no for an answer or the simple, hey, well, no one's been doing this on our market back then. So you, you bought the equipment, you started doing this by hand. It, you know, it's, it's that old adage, the first person through the wall tends to get bloodied. However, the, the trailblazers and the mavericks are the ones who are shaping the market and, and shaping and building the standards for everybody. And Jim, I, just from this short conversation, I can tell that you're just over the moon and above what you're doing and, and setting that standard very, very high for real estate professionals, which I love that. And, you know, you're really basing it off of actionable items and just that, that quick piece of advice about texting the video and, and, and really getting through. There's so much to that. If everybody out there just took that one piece and applied it, you're going to grow your revenue. Absolutely. I mean, it's, and that's just one little piece of advice from Jim just off the top of his head. But that, that's what's so incredible about following, uh, you know, the top professionals and people who have been there, done that. And Jim, the fact that you've put this together in such a way where people can really enjoy your knowledge every day and apply that and have accountability, there's just so much to it. And um, yeah, I just can't thank you enough. But that I, is there anything else that sticks out to you? I know you've given us so many, you know, pearls of wisdom and nuggets out there, but I feel like I just want to keep picking your brain. Absolutely. So we, can, we can go for days. But we, I, I, you had yeah. mentioned, uh, and, but, and we were in the green room just a little bit. I made a note here. Um, so you're giving a presentation in Canada uh, tomorrow, I believe. Yeah. And um, something into that and no spoiler, if anybody's going to be there and they're tuning in, <laughs> just, just plug your ears. But um with this about listings and yes. would you mind sharing your thoughts on, on that, Jim? Cause I can't wait. I mean, this is, this oh, is yeah, be yeah. for sure. So the topic of that program is uh, five steps to a flood of listings. So 
you know, we're all, um, you know, listing hungry. The listings are definitely something we all need, but there's some great stats around listings. There's a huge seller pent-up demand. Mm. What that means is that we always talk about buyer pent-up demand, but seller pent-up demand is there's a lot of sellers that are, have been held back by COVID, have held, been held mm. back for various reasons for, for putting the homes on the market. But uh, the re most recent studies show that 75% of Americans believe now is a good time to sell uh, exactly. as they've watched prices rise. But more than that, uh, a new study shows that 68% um, of Americans are considering selling the next three years. I mean, that's a massive number. You think Huge. about that when you're driving down the street and you look at every home you're driving by, you think 68% of these are going to be on the market in the next three years. The question is, who's going to list them? Mm. <laughs> it's going to be you or your competitor. Right. If you don't get in front of them and start incubating them. It's not going to be you, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, this is like a mindset. I, I predict, my personal prediction is that we're going to see the biggest super cycle of listings that we've ever seen starting in 2022. Wow. We're going to see an amazing number of listings coming to market. Mm. So- We've just gotten so used to what was what might, some people might consider the new normal of mm -hmm. a low listing inventory market. But this is a cycle. I've been in the business 32 years. This is a, this is an extended market cycle. Right. A, a lot of people would say we are you know, 12 years into a seven year cycle. And I agree. I mean, mm -hmm. this is a cycle that's going to change and it's going to start soon. Wow. We're already starting to see the signs of it. You look at listing inventories are starting to rise in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of agents are saying, "Wait a second, my listing's not selling." To, you know, in ten minutes with multiple offers. Uh, you know, those are things to consider. But how do we find these listings? How do we get ahead of the curve? So mm -hmm. I'll give you a few ideas of my five. Okay, oh, love it. I'll give you. I'll give you a few. Number one is relocation. Okay. So I want everybody to, if you hear anything today, hear mm -hmm. what I'm saying about relocation. Wow. So one third of Americans are, are have said that they plan to move after COVID ends. Hmm. Now we thought COVID was ending last year, right? <laughs> right. But but just assume that that's a small, um, you know, there's some some truth to that. Maybe not a whole third are actually going to move. They're planning to move, but maybe they won't. But I want you to think about in your own market. Here's a classic example of this. I, my family and I went to Park City, Utah, pre-COVID, okay. and we went to the Sundance Film Festival. It was amazing. Ah, beautiful. But while we were there, I was like curious. So I typed in relocation park city hmm. and what i found was there was one real estate company that positioned themselves around the word relocation um so one out of all the companies that serve park city hmm. and one agent uh, within that company doing it hmm. so i want you to do this and test it in your own market and for all your listeners love it type in to google relocation your city hmm. then see how many realtors come up Almost universally, I just did this in Anaheim, California. I just taught in Anaheim, California just a couple weeks ago. We did it live in Anaheim. There was almost no realtors. I mean, there was like one realtor in the first like two pages of results. Wow. Now go deeper. Go to YouTube, which is the second biggest search engine in the world. Yeah. Type in relocation in your hometown. Again, you're going to mm -hmm. find bupkis normally. There's going to be very little there. Wow. So you have this wide open opportunity to position yourself around relocation. If you want to go deeper and you say, okay, mm. change those words to moving to your hometown, see what comes up there. Mm. Almost the same result in most areas that I teach. I so here's a few things to do with in terms of relocation. I'm going to give you some tactical things. Number one, your website's got to be SEO optimized around the word relocation, obviously. Yeah. You need to start releasing videos consistently mm. that are targeted around relocation, but on YouTube specifically, Consider building a channel that is specific to your hometown, not you. It's not, you could have your own channel, sure, but you need to have a channel that is your hometown. So if I'm in Medford, Oregon, I should have, you know, Medford, Oregon real estate or Medford, living in Medford, Oregon would be an yeah. example. 
Now I build out videos that are all about living in Medford. Of course, I'm going to, I'm going to build in and I'm going to talk about my business, my services. Right. Um, so that's one example. Here's another great example. That's crushing <laughs> is, um, and I learned this from my friend for Quan Mahmood for Quan attended mm. a, a seminar I did years ago uh, in Portland, Oregon. And when he came in, he said, Jim, I got to tell my story after the summer. I said this, mm. I said, what is it? He said, well, I got in the real estate business, uh, 2000, uh, when 9-11 happened, the day of 9-11, he got, wow. that's when he got licensed, okay? Yeah. And he was practicing in Boise, Idaho, not the center at the time of cultural diversity, right? So right. I, love, I love my friends in Boise. I got a lot of friends there. <laughs> yeah. But let's be honest, okay? It's yeah. not super cultural diverse. For sure. So he's, I said, you're obviously successful, Kwan. What did you do, buddy? Hmm. He said, here's what I did. I started farming realtors in other communities that I knew were moving to Boise. Hmm. So he had farmed all these other realtors. And I said, how's that working? He says, I did 6 million in my, my, my first six months. I didn't do anything kind of like me. Yeah. My second six months, I did $6 million hmm. from farming other realtors. And here's a magic little tactical idea. Yeah. Offer people a unique oddball referral amount, not 25%, make it 32 and a third percent. Some <laughs> crazy number yeah. that they're going to remember you with, right? Oh, wow. but, but think about that from a perspective of we're always farming neighborhoods, we're always farming, but start farming other realtors for people that are feeding your market. So that's, there's two tactics under relocation right there. Wow. I mean, that's, right. So, I mean, it definitely will work. I guarantee it. Oh, Jim. And, and this is, this is just huge thought process and tactical advice. And there's so many people that myself included minds blown uh, just thinking about that aspect of relocation and, you know, the, the pent up wave of the market that's coming through. And uh, to, I think that a big issue that I find a lot of entrepreneurs, not just in real estate, but in general is they're, they're tend to being so busy in the daily operations that they're not being proactive. They're being more reactive. Yeah. And what I'm hearing directly from you which is, which is absolutely brilliant, is looking at it from the standpoint, how do you get ahead of this wave? How yeah. do you position, position yourself today for tomorrow? And, and I think that that is just so, so good advice all the way through and through. And, and this is for every aspect that you're mentioning in here. Uh, and I encourage everybody to do exactly what Jim said. Please type in your location <laughs> and, and check that out. Position yourself for search and optimization. Look at things as far as you know what you're doing on social media, as platforms, as YouTube, as you mentioned, Jim. I mean, all this stuff is absolutely spot on. And I mean, gosh, th this time flies every single time, Jim. And I felt like I've really got to get to know you and, and just a little bit of your knowledge basis and everything that you have to bring to the table. I cannot wait for our next conversation, whatever that may be, my friend, this was an honor and a pleasure. Is there anything you want to close closing remarks, anything like that, Jim, anything comes to mind before we wrap it up? Well, just to tag on what you're saying, you know, Gary V, uh, whether you follow Gary V or not, he had a great yep. quote, which is, we have to have our head in the clouds and our nose in the dirt. So mm. you have to think, uh, you know, certainly we have to get into the day-to-day -day grind of what we're doing, but we also got to get above that and start looking at the horizon and the horizon is where the opportunity lies. So looking at where, what's coming and what can you do to get ahead of that curve? That's what's going to put you to the next level. Jim, you're a true pro, my friend. I cannot <laughs> thank you enough. I have to give you the official dubbing of a real estate oh, titan. <laughs> that is yours forever, my friend. I love it, it is a badge of I'll honor. No one can ever take it away. I, I say every time there, there's no uh, trophy or plaque, but it's in your heart and yeah. uh, it's yours forever, Jim. I can't thank you enough. True pro. Uh, okay. I appreciate your time. Thank and you so much. Everybody out there, as always, I appreciate your time, your love and support and attention. As always, if you like here at Dream with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. 
I do have to give our quick uh, shout out to our sponsor, Lionbolt Media. If you are in real estate, you're looking on the digital end to grow and scale your real estate business from market saturation to lead generation and conversion to transactions, please visit lionboltmedia.com. Now on Real Estate Titans, we're live every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Have a great day. You too.